Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 21 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. This episode is the second of five in which I'm exploring the importance of messages in raising healthy young athletes and, more importantly, healthy young people. The topic of today's podcast is Send the Right Messages to Your Young Athletes. Your children's attitudes about their sports participation develop from several message sources. Role modeling, for example, from you, teammates, coaches, and other visible people in their athletic lives provide young athletes with their earliest messaging. It's not what you say, it's what you do. When your children see influential people in their sports environment, and you are by far the most important people in their athletic lives, act in certain ways in various situations, they come to internalize those messages if they get those messages enough. For example, if your young baseball player sees a major league star arguing with an umpire over a perceived bad call, the message your child gets is that it's okay to challenge calls at the plate and to be disrespectful to the umpire. You can see the power of this role modeling effect in simple ways, such as the vocabulary and the body language your children pick up from you, teammates, coaches, or from watching top athletes in their sport on television. Once your children fully develop language skills, you can then send messages directly through discussions of appropriate behavior in different athletic situations and in conversations following teachable moments. Ultimately, positive messages are instilled through sheer repetition. The more your young athletes see and hear the same healthy messages, the more deeply ingrained those messages will become and the more likely those messages will be internalized as healthy attitudes, emotions, behavior, interactions, and performance in their sports participation. From Charles Barkley, the legendary NBA player, I don't believe professional athletes should be role models. I believe parents should be role models. It's not like it was when I was growing up. My mom and my grandmother told me how it was going to be. If I didn't like it, they said, don't let the door hit you in the ass on your way out. Parents have to take better control. Even if your young athletes are bombarded with messages about healthy values, healthy attitudes, physical health, and relationships early in their athletic lives, that doesn't guarantee that they'll stick forever. As your children move into the bigger sports world, the messages they will receive that contradict your own will grow in frequency and intensity. What this means is that your job of healthy messaging never ends. In fact, it may be more important as they develop as athletes and pursue increasingly higher goals. As your young athletes progress up the competitive ladder, you must continue to send positive messages, protect them as much as you can from bad messages, and help them to make good choices about the messages they see, hear, experience, and internalize. Now, the notion of messages doesn't just apply to your young athletes. Rather, they can also play a big role in how you parent them as they enter and engage more deeply in their sports. Your young athletes aren't the only ones in your family who are vulnerable to unhealthy messages. You as parents are also exposed to many messages from other parents, the teams your children play on, and the larger sports culture that you see, hear, and read about through many media. As human beings, you will feel pressure from these messages as well. That, for example, winning is everything and that you need to keep up with the Joneses. These messages are difficult to resist because you're surrounded by them and many parents around you have already fallen prey to their unhealthy messages as well. You may begin to, without even realizing it, internalize those bad messages and start to communicate them to your children. Herein lies the real benefits of early positive messaging for both your young athletes 
and for you. In the early stages of your own parenting, you send a variety of messages to your children and you communicate them in different ways. Not only are you conveying those messages to your children, but you're also sending them to yourself. In doing so, you receive the very messages that are intended for your children, and as a result, ingrain them yourself. This unintentional self-messaging is so important because when you send healthy messages early in your children's athletic lives, and in doing so, fully embrace those messages yourself, you prepare yourself to resist the equally seductive yet unhealthy messages that you as a sport parent are also vulnerable to and will likely face as your children immerse themselves in their athletic lives. Moreover, as you become a skilled messenger when your children are young, you'll be better able to use those messaging skills later in their athletic lives when, as I just noted, you will need them even more. When you instill positive messages in yourself and in your children, you gird yourself and them against the often toxic messages that both of you will surely receive as your children get older and become more involved in sports. From the baseball legend Yogi Berra, Little League Baseball is a very good thing because it keeps the parents off the streets. When your children enter the youth sports world, about the same time as they first attend school, they're entering a wide world in which others can, for the first time, exert a really powerful influence that may be greater than your own. As soon as your young athletes walk out your front door and onto their sports field of play, they're receiving messages of all sorts from their immediate athletic world, such as teammates, coaches, and other parents. This social world can be an immense source of messages because you can't control everyone or everything to which your children are exposed outside of your home. You can't fully shield your young athletes from the messages they receive from the sports world, but you can do your best to minimize their exposure to the messages that you don't want them to get for as long as possible. The best way to do this is to thoughtfully create a sports world that will communicate the messages you want them to receive. You can accomplish this in several ways. First, expose your children to sports that you believe will offer them the most benefit. For example, you might believe that endurance sports or technical sports will help them the most. Second, help your children to choose a sport that will be the most fun and motivating based on their capabilities and interests. Third, find a sports program that is a club or a team that's consistent with your values and goals for your children's sports participation. Fourth, within the sports program you and your children choose, seek out like-minded parents who will send messages that are aligned with your own. From the relationships you build with families with similar values, interests, and goals for sports participation, your children will develop friendships with peers who are also compatible. The end result is an athletic world that, at least at the local level, is sending messages that are positive, healthy, and consistent with your own. From the soccer great Brandy Chastain, I have a 16-year-old son, so I'm now a soccer mom. I now stand on the sidelines and hear the things parents are saying, so I want them to understand what it is their kids are feeling in any sports environment. Now I hope I've convinced you of the importance of messaging to your children in their athletic lives. This effort on my part leads to an essential question to ask yourself. How can I be sure I'm sending the healthy messages to my young athletes? From this question, there are steps you can take to come up with the correct answer. First, know what messages you want to send your children. As you expose your children to the sports world, you should be very thoughtful and deliberate about why you want them to participate in sports, the kinds of experiences you want them to have, and what you want them to get out of their athletic lives. 
Returning to the four types of messages I described earlier in this podcast, what types of messages related to values, attitudes, physical health, and relationships do you want them to receive from their sports involvement? Second, you need to take a long and hard look in the mirror and see what messages you're actually sending to your young athletes. Because let's be realistic here. We typically know what is best for our children, but as human beings, we also have to admit that we don't always do what's best for them. Though a decidedly uncomfortable process, for sure, this period of self-reflection is essential for ensuring that you're communicating the best messages to your children. There are a lot of reasons why you might communicate unhealthy messages to your children about their sports participation. For example, it may be due to your experiences you had as an athlete in your youth. Messages about sports that you ingrained from your parents, having been seduced by the messages of our youth sports culture, or your own quote-unquote baggage. We all have it, which might be comprised of unfulfilled sports dreams, self-doubt, insecurities, or fear of being a bad parent. Third, now that you have a deep understanding of the messages you want to convey to your young athletes, and you also acknowledge the messages you do send to them, your next task is to ensure that your desired messaging is aligned with your actual messages. If they are, great, you can continue along in messaging such healthy messages to your children. But if they're not, now you need to hit the pause button and come to understand why this disconnect exists and how you can connect the messages you want to send with the messages you do send. Fourth, you need to develop effective messaging skills to send the most positive messages to your young athletes and to ensure that they receive them as intended, thus maximizing the message's impact on your children. In a later episode of Raising Young Athletes, I'll describe a number of message conduits you can use to send those healthy messages. Finally, in addition to consistently sending healthy messages about your kids' sports participation, you have to do everything you can to ensure that those messages actually get through to your children loud and clear. To that end, I'll also describe a number of what I call message blockers that might be preventing them from getting your messages. From Bob Talbert, a politician, teaching kids to count is fine, but teaching them what counts is best. Though there are many positive messages you can communicate to your young athletes about their sports participation, there are several core messages that should act as the foundation for your messaging. They are, have fun, give your best effort, be a good sport, support your teammates, listen to your coaches, mistakes and failure are actually good. If you win, icing on the cake. And the last one, the biggest one, is we love you no matter what. If you send these messages to your children early and often, they will develop healthy values, attitudes, and habits related to their athletic lives that will serve them well as they deepen their relationship with their sports and in their lives outside of sports. You can communicate these messages in several ways that will help them get the messages and to convey what I call a meta message, that you are there for them to support them in every aspect of their athletic lives. These meta messages can include expressions of love and affection, helping them set reasonable goals, tangibly supporting their efforts, for example, paying for their sports participation, buying them the necessary equipment, getting them to practice, and attending competitions, providing regular encouragement, staying calm during competitions, being positive after failures, and offering a healthy perspective about the importance of sports in their lives. Though the focus in this episode has been on how you can send healthy messages to your young athletes, the message highway is not one way. 
your children are constantly sending you messages that you may or may not be getting or interpreting correctly. Your ability to receive and understand these messages can help you, in turn, send the best messages in the best way to your children, and also when to stop sending messages or to change your messages. Your children are incredibly good at sending you messages about how they're doing at any given moment in time in their sports participation. Unfortunately, we parents aren't always great at interpreting their messages. For example, when your young athletes don't feel like practicing their sport, you may interpret that message as they've lost their motivation, or even worse, they're being lazy. Yet, the real message may be that they're just tired and need a break to recharge the batteries. Very different interpretations that will produce very different reactions from you. Your young athletes will also tell you how well your messages are getting through to them. You can judge the effectiveness of your what I call message transmissions by seeing whether their words, emotions, behavior, interactions, and performances are consistent with your messages. For example, if your children continue to compete hard when they're behind in a game, congratulate their opponents after a loss, and thank their coaches after every practice, then you can be pretty darn confident that they're getting your messages about perseverance, being a good sport, and expressing gratitude toward those who make their sports participation possible, respectively. If your young athletes aren't affirming your messages and are in fact sending contradictory messages back to you, that's another powerful message in itself. Namely, that you're either inadvertently sending the wrong messages or for some reason something is blocking your messages from getting through. They're not understanding the messages as intended, something is motivating them to act counter to the messages, or they just haven't gotten your message enough. You can use this information to figure out how to alter your messages so they'll get through them and have the desired effect on them. Your young athletes will often send you a message that it's time to change your message. Think about it this way. The point of sending messages is to get into their head. But when you get into their head too much with the same message, it can get a bit crowded and feel overwhelming. And that is really annoying for children. In fact, when I work with young athletes, I know they're getting my messages when they give me a look that says, okay, I get it. Or they tell me outright that I'm really irritating them. So I get their message and back off and send a different message. You can do the same thing as parents. Their messages may be ones of enough, but the larger message is, I got the message, thank you, you don't need to keep sending it. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 21 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Be on the lookout for episode 22 in the near future.